Assalamu alaikum y'all What's good with y'all I hope you guys are well Tuning into another episode Abdi how do you feel about this discussion Man this was very laid back But like very into Like we were into this conversation Right But it was more like a beautiful Raw conversation between I, me and, and this I guy That we have like. normally every day Right just the vibing Yeah But we went deep into this topic bro We were talking about transitioning out of teenage hood mm-hmm. And we talked a lot of what our conversation was around Was finding your path Yeah And college and our choices between higher education And navigating that 18, 19, mm-hmm. 20 uncertain period Exactly Where the journey of just trying to find yourself And how to really do it Right But not from like how to do it from our per, uh, perspective, right? How to do it from your perspective, right? You know Navigating expectations, yeah, right? so that you can find out what's your nature, exactly. Knowing everybody's different, boom. You know what I'm saying? I think that was a deadly. You are different. I'm different, but at the same day, follow your dream. I follow my dream. Speaking of different, we have a podcast review of the week by a brother named Ahmed. Too different. Ahmed. Too different. Sounds lot. Anyways, the brother titled this Allahumma Badik. Idris and Abdi Karim, five star. Idris and Abdi Karim continue to inspire us Muslim youth. As a young Muslim man trying to navigate life, these brothers are helping me find my path. Can't thank you both enough. Jazakallah khair. Thank you, brother. You guys motivated me to start my own podcast. Thank you for all the advice and an alternative to music. Allahumma barik, brother. Shout out to you, Allah, man. I'm so proud of you. I have to do a collaboration. Come on. Hey. Anyways, this conversation was a beautiful conversation. Guys, go ahead and tap in. Me and Abdi Karim, we about to run out of here and get a basketball session in. I'm about to would you, break this you, guy's ankles. Would you believe it? This is the second time I've wore a beanie. The second time? Uh-huh. I feel you. I feel you. You're trying oh, to copy yeah. my wave. That's what you're trying to do right now. No, my hair. I just had a bad, ugly hair day. Oh, I feel you. I feel you. I resonate with you on that so many levels. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait till these waves start coming out. I ain't going to put on back? a beanie. Oh, it's coming back. Whoa. Oh, it's coming back. Uh-oh, he's coming back. Anyways, y'all, inshallah, we're going to holler at y'all. We better yeah, get a few people know in. about that, man. Yeah, they don't know about no. They don't know about the waves, Idris. They don't know about the waves, Idris. The waves oh in the beard, Idris? Oh, my God. I was I just remember. wavy. Yeah. I didn't have the beard. Nah, that's, that's lit. I Anyways. think, think you're going to enjoy having waves. Inshallah. Anyways, y'all, we're going to holler at y'all. We better get a hoop session in. Better break my brother's ankles. We're going to holler at y'all. Hopefully. Welcome back to another episode of Talk Yahaq, the podcast where we discuss the relevant topics impacting us, Muslim Western youth, to better connect with our faith, inshallah. I'm your host, Idris. And I'm your other host, Abdi Kareem. Hey, bro. Yes, sir. Feels good to just uh, be vibing today. Come on. Man, we had some serious episodes as of uh, in the past. Mm-hmm. How you living though, bro? Talk Allah, to me. Alhamdulillah. Got our first dub, Team Pressure. You know what I mean? Yeah, you out here hooping, huh? Yeah. I mean, the Saturday league right now is okay. fun. I love it. It brings like a bunch of Muslim brothers together and right. some of the non-Muslims, you know what I'm saying? That's a but, beautiful thing. Yeah, I like it. It's really dope. Right. No I saying. think there needs to be more of that, bro. Like yeah. when you first told me about it. ENF Sports. That's what ENF I'm saying. Sports, shout out to them. Yeah, well, like they're lit. Well, I'm not going to lie. It's such, Why, a, what, yeah. such a very competitive like game that's being played. Right. But at the same time, it's fun. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's fun. Yeah. Not losing. But the losing part sucks, but why, it's why fun. Do you, why do you think that's important to have? I feel like it brings us together as a community. You know mm. what I'm saying? Seeing everybody who lives in different areas and just getting to know from... From for me specifically, like where I didn't grow up knowing everybody, I see new faces and say what's up to them. You know what I'm saying? Right. And this is just dope, and I feel, I like it so much. 
ما شاء الله ما شاء الله yeah okay alhamdulillah so just hoping I mean I wish I could be with you on the uh well, yeah man I do <laughs> I try to recruit this guy this guy didn't want to play listen I probably uh I would have scored all the points let me just say that all the reads and the points bro and the assist I probably would have been like Russell Westbrook on that court no nah, you, 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 you don't want to play how he's playing right now uh how <laughs> uh, that guy's playing right now mm-hmm they're gonna trade him though huh Russell Westbrook nah. out the Lakers you don't think they're gonna trade him I think LeBron's gonna leave you think LeBron okay Please, Abdi. How can he leave? I think he has a... Because his contract ends this year. Well, I don't know about all that, bro. And ain't nothing for him. AD gets injured too much. Russ plays like Russ. Yeah. Melo just does his... You know what I'm saying? Melo's just Melo. But he can't... You know, Melo can't beat a whole team again. Low-key, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the nah, Cavs are looking bro. nice. The Cavs are in fourth place right now. I just feel like him going to another team right now would just be... He will. I think he's going to retire as a Laker. No. Unless, unless when Bronny gets drafted into the league and he goes to, he's gonna go to the team where his son is at. Nope, he's gonna leave and he's gonna make. Yeah, sure we could talk Bronny, about this all yeah. day. We could talk about all this, but you know, there's a lot of people that ain't interested in the league like that. Come you know on, what I'm saying they international. You know, Taki yeah. is international now. How you feel about that? A lot, bro. Every day it just surprises me the amount of just like supporters we get. Well, right. alhamdulillah, and it's like, like from all different type of backgrounds. Subhanallah, you know what I'm saying? And right. it's like. It's so crazy to the point where I'm just like, yo, like, I didn't even think this was possible. What if I tell you Instagram is about to hit 10K? <laughs> no, no, excuse me, 20, 20K. Yeah, and that's no, shocking. No, didn't we just do a 10K live Yeah, a month ago? Almost a month ago. Subhanallah. Bro, that is, subhanallah, that's all I can say. You know what I realized, bro? Mm. I realized that this podcast fulfills a very particular need. Yep. That I didn't know that we were providing mm-hmm. until lately. Exactly. Once I saw the And growth. I felt like, what's it called? Um, Like, sorry to cut you no, off. No, 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 no. Like, our podcast, I feel like what makes it so unique yeah. is the fact that, like, we don't do it in a formal way. Mm. You know what I mean? That it's is more, interesting. It's more of like a conversation that we have amongst each other. And right. It's like, bounce off it's just a question that's brought up yeah and you talk about that question you know one of the podcasts i listen to i listen to i have a whole but i'm a podcast listener myself mm-hmm. you know so one of the podcasts i listen to is between two brothers uh i think their name is uh what was their names Taymor and ali abdal mm-hmm. he's they're they're pretty uh, ali abdal he's known ali abdal he's really known on youtube yeah but they're brothers they have a youtube channel and they have this podcast called not overthinking i yeah. lo- i low-key i listen to that right so mm-hmm. they'd be just talking about the human condition the human experience and from what i know they're muslim brothers you know yeah and they just be vibing and yeah what's interesting i'd be into that something like hmm. you know i feel like for us I like the formal episodes like mental health because look, yeah. that's not something that me and you could just confidently talk about yeah. and just provide to everybody. Mm-hmm. But what I found is that these episodes where it's just me and you talking about something, it it's enjoyable for a lot of people and it's enjoyable for us. Yeah, like right now we didn't even stress about nothing. We just hit up the record, set this up, and we set this all up and yep. just started vibing. So yeah. But yo, bro, you know something's been on my mind. What's up, Mina? Look at see this girl interrupting the uh, conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mina, what you doing? See, this is her spot right here in the corner. For those who are just listening to the audio only, we have our cat, orange cat Mina, coming right next to me on the couch. The stallion. Hey, bro, let me tell you something. Mm. So I'm on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I recently got on Twitter. If you guys want to follow me, official Idris two times. I just got on Twitter, right? Yeah. Because sometimes I get thoughts like I'd be posting like i'll be talking about on these podcasts yeah i write it down i post it right yeah no i used to do it on facebook but bro nobody on facebook mm-hmm. anyways bro 
some fascinating conversations be happening on there. Yeah. But there was somebody who posted on Twitter, and I want to hear your thoughts on this. Mm -hmm. It was a brother who said, you know, ever since I was 18, I felt like a failure. Mm -hmm. Right. And then I just not, I'm paraphrasing here. I wish I had the screenshot, but I lost the tweet. Yeah. And he said, now I'm 25. And I feel like I'm just like, there's no point or something like that. It wasn't suicidal, but I feel like I have no motivation and drive because I feel like I'm already so behind. Mm. something along the lines and i remember sitting down with somebody i was like yo do you see this how can you at 18 years old feel like you failed at life and then this person told me well think about what this person may be what internalized belief like where is this person mentally yeah and bro that opened a whole can of worms Mm. the expectations that are set for us you know this episode i think we're gonna title it is just transitioning out of teenagehood Mm -hmm. a lot of people be talking about this man so Bro, just hearing about this, man, what's your reaction? Like, failing life at 18, bro. Like, what's your I, reaction I don't, to hearing I don't, that? Honestly, I don't really think you can ever fail in life. I think okay. you have setbacks. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's what people mistake it for, like, failing. I don't think, like, the idea of failing, I think it's more of, like, a mental thing. Okay. Just people got to realize it, like, as if, like, oh, you're only, you know what I'm saying? You're only taking two steps back, but there's more life ahead of you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. At the end of the day, it's like you were you're just eighteen. Mm. I I still think I'm eighteen, I'll be <laughs> honest with you. I don't think I'm like twenty two and just getting older, no. Yeah. My mind is still like this young man right. who's still trying to figure himself out in in uh, in this journey of life. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. However many minutes I have left, I don't even know. Right. You know what I mean? So that's what surprises me a lot is cause the fact that that person thought that he failed right. at the age of 18 and now realized that at the age of 25, 25. is weird is because what's it called? At that time, what did you not do to progress once you realized mm. that where you are going ain't the direction that you want to go? So I can't speculate for the brother, but what I can say, bro, is that a lot of us have these expectations that are set for us. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us internalize these expectations. So, for example, when you're a teenager, yeah, bro, what is your, what are you thinking about? Like, when you're thinking about success, what is the next step after high school? I feel like a lot of us as a teenagers don't really think about it, though. What were you thinking about at that time? I hated teenager? school. Okay, so you were just like, I'm trying to bounce. Yeah, like I was like, as soon as I graduate, I'm done. You know, mm. I feel like that's what a lot of us. I don't think. In my opinion, I don't, I don't, I truly believe no one likes school in this world. Because I feel like school is You'd like. You'd be surprised, a, bro. Hmm? I think there's some people that enjoy it, even though it's not designed to be enjoyable for a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, like I feel like it's just like, um, and like your question was, what's it called? Like, what was I thinking? I was like, I was ready to get up out of here. Right. You seen us with the, I don't know if, I think I have it on my Snapchat or I think you do. Oh, yeah? The last day of school we were doing. Do you remember us walking down the halls and just saying, yep, we're out of here. Do you remember my fit that day? The day we were graduating I think he wore a, a robe. <laughs> yeah, I think this guy's wearing a robe. I don't know if I could remember. I wore a robe with a neck pillow. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I came looking drip, bro. And that was the thing. Holy right. crap. This guy just opened up his mouth. Are you scared of him, Ozzy? Nah. Bro, why do we look like a cat people right now? Bro? Yeah. We got two cats coming in here. Nosy. Anyways, Mars has joined the studio. He's vibing, enjoying mm-hmm. the conversation. 
But yeah. hey, continue. So like, what's like? I feel like as kids, like we were just so ready to leave. Yeah. You know what I mean? Get and out I felt like I was just like, oh yeah, I'm done after this. Ain't no more point of me staying at this school. Ain't no more point of me just. Were you thinking about college? Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like a lot of us really think of college just because of just making our parents proud. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I feel like once we enter the journey of college, mm. I feel like that's where like the motivation really leaves you or like you just don't feel like you're not there to like this is not what you're not supposed to be doing mm. or like this is not where I'm supposed to be at. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like at the same time, in my opinion, I feel like going to college, I feel like puts you in a narrow road from distractions like you get away from a lot of things even though college itself is a distraction yeah you get away from it of like just being home being lazy which a lot of us are you know what i'm saying it gives you it gives you a straight trajectory yeah it gives you something to do right you know what i'm saying right right, right. rather than just going to a nine to five and feel like that's going to be your life man subhanallah Great points you just raised, and we could dive into that. But I'm going to tell you straight up, like, that person who said he felt like a failure at 18, I can only imagine yeah. that at 18, you're graduating high school, you're getting you're getting ready for college. That expectation, I was sending applications to universities, mm-hmm. and I was getting rejected left and right. Mm-hmm. I graduated I with, like, you. <laughs> demoralizing, but, man, it, it was demoralizing, but it was, it was what it was. But let me tell you what. I had like what a two point three GPA. Mm-hmm. Graduate high school, got by, right? And I yeah. remember, I just got by, bro. And I remember actually, one of my classes. What is he doing? <laughs> that cat. I have no idea. He's probably sleeping. <laughs> is he trying to go into your pocket, bro? I Mars. think so. <laughs> but I can't take him serious with his hands. Bro, these guys who are just listening to audio only are missing out. But let me tell you what, though. Yeah. I remember when I first moved back in with my dad for the first time mm-hmm. in my teenage years and with my stepmom, I remember they both came to my student teacher counselor meeting and I was slacking in one of my classes. Yeah. Straight slacking. Right. But I would contribute to the discussions, the group discussions and the mm-hmm. book readings because it was English literature. Yeah. And she said to my parent, they said to uh, my aunt and my, my dad. Yeah. She said, look, Idris is one of the smartest kids in my class. He does not try, though. No, no, she said, and I'm not trying to hide myself up. She said, he is the smartest kid in the class. Mm. He slacks. He doesn't, he doesn't put effort. And when she said that, it put something in my mind, because at that time, I didn't really believe in myself academically. Yeah. Right? I always felt like I was like, not cut out for academics. But when she said that, I was like, yo, I could, word? So I'm going to show you. And that's when I started putting mm. the word. But when you talk about the expectations of parents, I feel like for a lot of us, we have the expectation like here, University of Washington is it. All the Somalis be going there. Yeah. Right? I applied to every single campus, UW. Mm-hmm. Rejected to all of them. The one university that I got into that I applied for was Eastern Washington University, which I was about to go to. Yeah. But I didn't. But here you can imagine, Somalis, yes, they have like these culture norms, but there's also other cultures yeah. that put a higher expectation on some of this stuff. Like you yeah. need to be a doctor, you need to be an engineer, especially in the Muslim community. Yeah. So I can imagine this guy who's probably expected to go to one of these universities mm-hmm. and maybe not meeting those parents' expectations. Yeah. But man, like, Abdi, do you feel like you feel, you felt pressure to meet your parents' expectations? Well, most definitely. <laughs> what my also, father put me into like um 
let's just say the expectations you wanted me to succeed. Yeah. It just wasn't for me. What were some of those expectations? Oh, uh, Boeing. My dad wanted me to follow his path of Boeing. Boeing? What's Boeing? Boeing, uh, Aero. Oh, the airport. Air- the, air, the airplane company. Yeah, airplane company. Okay, like an so engineer Aero, type. Aero, what was the name? Aero something in, uh, engineering. Okay. You know? Oh, yeah? And my dad was like, he wanted me to put pursue that as yeah. a kid he used to take me to his workplace and i would look at what he does and stuff like that you know what i'm saying he's like this is what i want you to do mm. but that was his dream for me right i had completely different aspirations different dreams and it's something that i was like i i don't enjoy but i've like and also like but then me there's certain things that i also enjoy right. that my dad does which is like me i love to build something okay like even Ed Dipton has told you many times. Like I don't know what it is. Yeah. But when it comes to doing handy things and building something, or like, like when Ed Dipton calls me, hey, he's like, hey, uh, what's it called? The sink is clogged. Come right. fix it. Right. I'll come take it apart, put it back in. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like those type of things. I enjoy it. And it's like I don't know what it is about it, but I feel like it's just something that was meant for me to do. It's like mm. I love building and I love helping people and I love being this adventurous type of guy. Right, you know, so I feel like that's what I find my enjoyment in, mm. and the expectation that my dad was is, you have to have a certain GPA, you know, what I'm saying? which I feel like 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 Somali parents, I feel like they put like um, how do I say, a string behind you getting an education. What do you mean by that? Like, you can get an education, but to a place where I can see you go, come back at home. I'm confused. Can like, you, can you elaborate? Like, what's it called? Like for Eastern Gonzaga. Yeah. Let's say for those people who do get accepted, right? Yeah, in yeah, Somali, ninety nine percent of their parents won't let him go. Mm. Cause they felt like, oh, he's getting away from us. Okay. You feel me? Yeah. So now you have to compete for yourself through that freshman to twelfth uh, grade or eleventh grade of working your butt off to get this high, really GPA. Yeah. Then therefore try to get accepted in a really good school like UW and stuff like that where their GPA is more competitive, I'll tell you that yeah, much. Yeah. Which is more competitive and it gives you less motivation like once you like it gives you like um a less motivation that you have to be in school for high school and you have to maintain a certain GPA. Right. And then once you get that GPA, you may not get into the school you want. But right. the uh what's it called? Uh the school that your parents want. Mm. But these other schools accept you. That are available. That are available. But you feel like those are not options for you. They're not options just due to the fact that your parents won't let you go. Right. Well, I'll tell you this. So I was actually, remember I told you, like I said, I was going to go to Eastern Washington University. I actually yeah. went on the campus, right? So after I graduated high school, that summer I went. I don't know if you remember. You saw my Instagram. Mm-hmm. I went out there for orientation. I actually flew out there. 30-minute flight, but it's like a two-hour drive from my home. Yeah. I went out there, bro, and it was just like already I could tell it was going to be wild. Mm-hmm. I went out there, bro. The girls were looking at the guys. I'm sitting with some brothers. I don't see no Muslim visibly Somali or Muslim brothers. I just see like some African-Americans. I chill yeah. with them. I chill with them because, you know, those are the group I can fit in besides Somali, you know? Yeah. And I could tell they're just talking about the sisters. The sisters looking at us. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. Lord, it's going to be some trouble. And mind you, I was on the dean this time still. Yeah. Like me and you would talk. I was like, yeah, what was I telling you? What was the conversation I was telling you? This guy, I remember, used to tell me he's going to get married two years into Eastern. I said a lot of things. Yeah. That, that was. I remember that was the first conversation we had. And you're like, oh, never mind. I want to get married the first year before I go to the university. And then, boom, he said, never mind. I'm not even going. 
Yeah, so I went out there, and then I was like, yo, this is going to be a fitna for me. I could already tell. I was going to have yeah. my own dorm to myself because I didn't want to share a dorm. Mm-hmm. And I remember coming back here, and I was talking to my other Iftin, and, you know, she's getting me ready to go and stuff like that. And I'm like, other Iftin, like, she, she, okay, before that. Yeah. She said, Idris, for your graduation gift, I want to take you out to travel to, like, Europe or Africa. We'll travel around, explore. I said, we got that kind of money. She said, yeah. Well, I said, let's do Hajj. I was afraid. So I said, let's do Hajj. She said, are you sure? I said, yes. She's like, wow. She hasn't done Hajj for her own self. So Mm -hmm. I was her mahram. So we went there together, had a beautiful experience. After I got back, I was like, I'm not going to Eastern. Mm. I know, like, I'm not going to even lie to myself. No, this is what I was afraid of. I was, because, you know, when you go to Hajj, it is as if you are a brand new baby. Like you mm-hmm. haven't committed no sin. You're yeah. purified completely. If your hajj is accepted, I pray mine was accepted. Yeah. So when I came back, I was like, I am not going to spoil my hajj. So I was like, my worst fear then was compromising the iman that I built. Mm. I was afraid of putting that. Imagine like you, okay, let's say you value something. Yeah. I value my MacBook. I just bought a 16 inch MacBook Pro over $2,000, damn near $3,000. Yeah. I'm watching that thing. I'm on guard. I'm not going to let it drop. My son is not going to touch my computer. I'm very mm-hmm. protective. Yeah. How expensive is your Iman? More expensive than that. So are you going to put that in an environment or a place where that can be compromised in the slightest? I mean, I feel like it takes a lot of self-discipline. Right. Because you can control it. Right. You know what I'm saying? You could put yourself in better environments. You could do so many different things. It's just... Having that self-discipline. But for an 18-year-old who just got out of college, I mean, who just high school, nothing. who hasn't done nothing, and it's like and getting into an environment. And sisters throwing themselves at you. Yeah. Then, therefore, that becomes a different story. Like a different story. Yeah. <laughs> so, I was, so, alhamdulillah, I stayed here. I got married. Boom, bada, boom. So, anyways, what I'm telling you is. Yeah. And, by the way, like, the expectation of going to college and stuff if like that. If you have went, what do you think? What, what, what address would this be? You know, Ed Ifton, I was talking to her the other day. Yeah. And Yasin. Right, my uncle. Yeah. And we're vibing. We're talking about this, and I said, Adifin, you." I said, "Adris, you know, today would not have been here. Mm-hmm. He would have been unrecognizable." And then she says to me, "I don't think." She said, "I think you were strong enough, from what I know, that you wouldn't have been able to." I said, "I don't think you know me enough because that temptation I saw when I went there. Mm-hmm. I said, no man, you have to be. Let me meet you." If you're that type of guy. Yeah. MashaAllah, tabarakallah. Yeah. Because, bro, it was a lot of fitness. And imagine you put mm-hmm. all these people who are, have been supervised this whole life and they're just, they're children still. And imagine now you're in a place where you're by yourself. So, Abdi, no. Nobody with no repercussion. Uh, your parents ain't there. Nothing. Like, even right now, right now after the divorce, mm-hmm. I came back to this house. I came yeah. back into my family's house because I was like, I'm not going to live by myself. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to put myself in a position where I can be tempted. Okay. I like Alhamdulillah at the end of the day we do this for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yeah. But bro, like you talk about these people who the family mm-hmm. tell them no, you can't go abroad or whatever. Bro, if I'm gonna be real with you, mm-hmm. if I had my son. That and also I was gonna ask you a question about that too. I would want him to stay with me unless you're married. Yeah. Bro, stay with me. Mm. Don't worry about nothing. Okay. Get your education. Because bro, I it can be very scary. Yeah, but what if what if the expectation yeah. that you put on your son yeah. allows him to hold himself back from his full potential? So let's talk about that. I feel like it's easy to talk about something 
when not, you're not that in that position. Yeah, because I feel like not everybody is like gonna turn out bad if they go to a different universe. Yes, they will go through so many different type of like trials of like you know. No, you have to ask yourself. Look, let's talk mm. about like the logistics part. Because ima- yeah. imagine if you didn't go, but I went. Do you think I'd be the same person? No, I you would not. Mm. I think, <laughs> I think you're more social and yeah. more outgoing. I'm more stricter. Yeah, you're more like bubbly. So those type of atmosphere probably would have got to you. Allah yeah. Alam. Yeah. At the end of the day, guidance is from Allah. Oh, uh, he, he's been protected right. You. I feel like you're right. I know you. Yeah. <laughs> but at the end of the day, for me, I'm. This I was, guy is just tweaking on me right now. This guy's goofy. You know. But anyways, uh, still we talking about the cat for those who can't see the video. Yeah. But anyways, uh. Bro, any of us. Yeah. Any of us who, both of us, it would have been tough for any of us. But at the end of the day, the same people who have a podcast who I hear got cameras facing us were human. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Fitness, fitna. Yeah. But I'm telling you, like right now, although I do this for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, mm-hmm. if there's going to be additional barriers that are going to make something difficult for me in terms yeah. of haram, I'm going to put it there. Mm. For example, you living alone is going to put you in a more compromised position. Because, yeah. Tell me I'm capping. You ain't Please lying. tell me I'm capping. Because ain't nobody there to tell you what to do. So look, it, like, for example, I'm not going to test myself. I'm not going to test myself. <laughs> like, this is the question. Because I feel like, like, when you said when you're living alone, I feel like when you're in a house. Yeah. Shaydan can whisper into your ear. Right. But you have that, like, sense, like that sense of knowledge. Oh, if I bring somebody here, if I do something here, <laughs> right. my parents ain't going to like it. Boom. But when you by yourself. That's it. He just telling you, bro, ain't nobody, nobody's here. That's it. We're going to tell you what to do. And not only that, bro, I think, like, for example, alhamdulillah, us transitioning out of teenagehood, discovering what we want out of life. Yeah. You know? How did you navigate that, bro? You know what I'm saying? How did you navigate not lo- no longer having that rigid routine of, oh, I got to go to campus today. I got to go to class in high school, right? Mm-hmm. Now you're in a different ballgame. Right, you no longer have people breathing down your neck, having certain expectations. You got to get done. Mm-hmm. How'd you navigate that, and how do you continue to navigate that? Just the idea of like, what's it called? Repeat it real quick so I can better understand it. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, bro, like after you graduated high school, yeah, you got done with school. Mm-hmm. Now you in college, or you're not in college, or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're working. How did you navigate this? Uh, this transition is a big leap. Mm. A lot of people don't know how to adjust. I feel like what's it called? When I did go to college, I feel like a lot of it had to. One thing people don't understand: college, they don't really care about you. Oh, you ain't lying you, about that. You show up or you don't show up, they just getting paid. <laughs> That's it. You know what I'm saying? High school, they care about you. Mm. They're like, hey, you have to get your grades up to go to college. Woody whoop whoop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I remember the advice I got on eighth grade. I'll never forget this. Yeah. They said, focus on your school because I'm telling you this right now. By the time you're in ninth, you blink once, you're in 12th. That's it. And it's like, you're done after that. Right. No more high school, no more nothing. Yeah. And I felt like, what's it called? Once I did graduate, I feel like one thing that caused uh, high school didn't teach us was time, uh, uh, what's it called? Taking control of your time. Boom. You know what I mean? Yeah, time Managing management. your time. Managing yeah. your time. Knowing right. exactly what you should put your effort into and not. Mm. I feel like not a lot They don't of, teach you a lot of things A yeah. lot of skills They teach you a bunch of like Stuff that you really A lot of times You're not going to even apply to your life Exactly Not right. even apply to your life But I feel like They teach you things That you can only apply to college But don't teach you how to Sustain that Throughout mm. the college year Okay got you You know what I'm saying Yeah From freshman to senior year It's cause you, 
your freshman year of college ain't going. It's, it's not the same. What was as your biggest year. struggle navigating college? College, I felt like because we was, went together. Yeah, I, f- I feel like it was like a lot of time, con- uh, like m- uh, time management. Okay, because it's like people don't get it's like what's it called for school, for high school. It was every day, Monday to you Friday. If you don't show up, your parents are being called. Boom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, your son didn't show up. Why didn't he? Uh, uh, unexcused absence. Da 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 da. Yeah. Once I got to college, I didn't show up. Nobody called my parents. Mm. Nobody said nothing to them. And it's like, and also when it came to homework assignments. Boom. You know what I'm saying? It's like when I remember we had this conversation like two nights ago in the party. Me and a couple of my friends we were just talking about life. When you say the party, there's some people who don't give seventy excuses. What do you mean by the party? Oh, uh, PS Five party. Okay. We we're having we we're talking about life. Right. You know what I'm saying? We we're just having a discussion about life, and we we're like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Well, like, what's it called? We we're talking about school, and we we're talking about just like. How to better ourselves. Right. Exactly, you know? And the conversation that we were having was, what's it called? When, like, one thing that he, uh, one of my friends, Zach, which was on the first episode. Okay, yeah. He said, what's it called? People don't understand. Once you allow yourself to, like, when you're in school and you allow like, your, your homework to pile up, mm. that itself, you lose motivation after that. Because you're like, mm, I could do it. Oh, wait, I could do this one. It's easy. I could. And it piles up and it becomes so stressful to the point where now... Your teachers didn't even tell you to turn it in. Mm. Incomplete, incomplete, incomplete. And you start seeing your grades drop. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And now you just have that idea of like, dang, like I have these much homework to do, but if I don't, if I turn it in, I'm going to get half credit, which is worth nothing. So I might as well just be like, oh, it's cool, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I feel like it's just a lot of it for me was just learning how to manage my time well. Knowing what to put my effort into, right, and just like allowing to like allowing myself to know that hey, you can have fun time, mm. but you also gotta have college time. Gotcha. When it's college time, don't your fun time and that distract you from it because you have to complete this right. in order to move on. You gotta prioritize and come up with a good schedule. You ain't lying about that. I'll tell you this, bro. That was the hardest thing for me, especially when you're dealing with a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Everything was online. Yep. And some people thrived in that. Some people mm-hmm. struggled. And you could tell the different personality types. Yeah. Like, actually, with my personality type, online was fantastic. Yeah. Because you know me, I'm a self-directed type yeah. learner. But there's people who are collaborative learners. Mm-hmm. And this is something you learn some, as someone who's an education major. Yeah. There's different ways of learning. There's different personalities. Mm-hmm. There's different teaching styles. And there's different ways people acquire knowledge. Yeah. So I saw a lot of people suffer because of this online learning. I was one of them. You see, because I he can learn by reading. I'm more of like I need to communicate right. with somebody. Right. You feel me? And Zoom really didn't help because it's a bunch of people. Right. So it was it was tough for me when it came to Zoom. When it came to Zoom, because it was like I can't even ask. Like if I if he said this certain thing, I can't ask him what did he actually mean in a different way. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that would that was that would, for me that was the hardest thing because I'm more of like a outgoing person i like to have conversations with somebody to understand exactly where they're coming from so you know what i'm saying yeah so i i, I do see what you mean and i feel like that and even the pandemic uh, pandemic itself right. caused a lot of people to like feel less motivated to continue to school 
Hey, bro, so when you have, like, when you talk about motivation and going yeah. to school, you have to ask yourself, like, what's my intention here? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, uh, we were just talking about this, hopping out the car, hopping into the studio. Yeah. You said a lot of people's intention and motivation is because to fulfill their parents' expectations. Yeah. Right? So that was an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. And then you said something else to me. You want to talk about that? You said uh, education is what? What's it called? I feel like what's it called? Um, education is something that, like that is needed in this world right but school isn't for everybody mm. you know what i mean and what i meant by that is as a human being from the time you were born to the time of your passing right you learn something got you you feel me it's constant you, education exactly as a baby you didn't need to go to school to learn how to talk mm. as you're hearing you heard gotcha. what people kept saying you kept putting two and two together and you just formulated words and became how you sp- how you now talk right you feel me right you didn't need to go to school to learn that right it's the tvs you watch you know what i'm saying um riding a bike you don't need to go to school it's just you learn you learn some uh, you learn things skills skills and knowledge n- knowledge of just the world and right. everything just every through day. experience exactly right you feel me but school school ain't meant for everybody i don't think some people could just sit there for 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 two hours every day, let's say uh no not two hours, let's say for five hours of the day. You talking about before college. Be, no, before college and into college. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Just sit there and listen to a lecture. My the most funnest class I've had was with you and our so uh, psychology sociology. So, sociology. Mm. To me, he didn't make it feel like we're learning. Mm. It was every day we came to class and we debated amongst each other about what he was teaching. And had conversations. Exactly. Right. You know what I'm saying? Had which made, projects made it. that were collaborative. Exactly. Which made it fun. Right. You know what I'm saying? We all got into having discussions, talking about certain things, and just learning from different people's what's a good point of views. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I felt like when I was in my other uh, archaeology, I think I was in class, archaeology. Yeah. I had to leave that class. Why? Um, what's it called? We were talking about genders. And I don't know if you want me to continue into this. Let's put a let's put a uh, bookmark on this conversation. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But I said what's it called certain things and classmates said certain yeah, okay. things. Yeah. You know? And I didn't want to be like, Oh yeah, I you know, like we were just having and then they attacked me. Basically, your values, of course, us as Muslim values, are not aligned. There you go. With the values that are often propagated, and it's kind of imposed on us. Yeah. And right in these contexts, and we kind of have to often feel like we have to submit mm-hmm. to their will, or otherwise, you are wrong and labeled you, as exactly. a bigot, barbaric, and it's, it's like for me, I'm just like, look, you do what you do, uh-huh. but like my values are not okay with this, and these values are important for me, mm-hmm. so don't. Try to interfere with my values. Exactly. And I'm not going to interfere with yours. That's exactly what it was. You know what I'm saying? But for me, it was like, I just felt like I was being attacked for what I believed in. Right. right which right. I have the right to do, but it's like, I then I was like, nah, I can't even be in this, this class. class at all gotcha. because even with me even learning, I didn't get it. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? The style of the learning exactly. was different as well. Exactly. I want to also say on top of this, like, this is something I'm actually learning about. So there's this type of education called Montessori education. Have you ever heard of it? Mm, nah. So basically, Montessori it's these, sounds like a dinosaur. 
So I'm gonna tell you. So this <laughs> this guy. So it's this it's this type of education. Yeah. Where kids learn in a complete different way mm-hmm. than how traditional or conventional schools learn. Yeah. So these kids, bro. I'm gonna tell you. So for example, for one, you know how for us we have grades that are within the same year. They mm-hmm. have an age range of three years within mm-hmm. each class. So you have a kid that's three to six. Yeah. Six to nine. Yeah. Did I do the math right? Let me tell you, this is why I'm not going to do anything related to math in my life. <laughs> but anyways, so you have these different... Three to nine, six, uh, six to 12. Boom. <laughs> no, no, no. That's yeah. what you say, right? No, no, no. no. Three to nine. Three-year gap. Oh, okay. So, oh, three six to, to nine. six, six to nine, right. nine to 12, Boom. 12 to 15, 15 to 18, 18 to 21. Boom. So you see it like this, right? Yeah. You see this type of trajectory this is how it looks like mm-hmm. and what that does is you have you have the older kids who maybe learn these subjects teaching it reinforcing this mm-hmm. stuff to the younger kids and they're getting experience seeing the different what the older ones have learned and what that does is it shows the younger kids what's the point of me learning what i'm learning now mm-hmm. oh it's because it fits into the larger puzzle so that's one thing yeah they also have this thing where they learn through hands-on learning yeah they learn with their hands they learn through the experience they actually don't have a set whatever. They don't have a set thing that the whole class is learning. Everyone gets to learn what they want to learn. Mm. So one kid is interested about this. The other kid is interested about this. They're all doing their own thing. The teacher facilitates that. Yeah, and you'll find a lot of them have the same common goals. You know what I'm saying? And you have like buddy partners of like working together. Right. So then you can see your style. You get to explore yourself. Yeah. But then the conventional schools, they don't have that. It's no, this no, no, very no. rigid way of learning yeah. and knowing. Yeah. I feel like schools are like um how do I say? A competition. Okay. We oh, all, that's interesting. We all try to fight for a certain grade, A. Right. I mean, if you get an A, you're known as the smartest kid in class. Not really. So instead of striving for learning, you're striving for what? A grade. Grade. Boom. So and I want to start they don't have grades. Mm-hmm. They don't have letter grades. They don't have yeah. GPA, which is amazing. But guess what? These things are very expensive to put your kids in, mm. right? But let me also explain something else, Abdi Karim. When you talk about education and stuff like that, and you talk about school is not for everybody, tell me if you disagree or not. Hi. I think the default, the default mm-hmm. should be I'm going to college. Mm. The default should be I'm going to school, university to get a degree or a higher education. The exception should be maybe alternative route is my path because this is what mm. I say this. I'm Yeah. In this day and age, yeah. in this economy, mm-hmm. as a black man, mm-hmm. as a Somali man, as whatever Muslim man, mm-hmm. it is imperative that we get an education so that we can advocate for ourselves. Mm-hmm. So we can be aware of the systems at play so that we can get into these institutions because Abdi, our parents didn't have education. Mm-hmm. They were taxi drivers. Mm-hmm. They were Lyft drivers. They mm-hmm. became Lyft drivers. They became truck drivers, like mm-hmm. my own pops. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they they didn't have that. Uh, they didn't. They were not afforded that privilege, and that's why we see them so eager mm-hmm. for us to get the education. Yeah. So for me, it's like, bro, I say that, you know, the default should be you get an education, unless proven otherwise. Mm. What is the reason? So what what do you think is a possible reason for somebody not to be cut out? No, I I agree in the society right now that we live in. Yeah, I feel like bro, they made. Bro, a BA. Let me tell you something. I was gonna mm-hmm. say, somebody told me a while ago, before even I graduated high school. Yeah, yeah BA is a new uh, high school diploma. High school diploma. I yeah. heard that from somebody. I said, you got to be capping. I ignored that person. Now I'm in college. You ain't lying. You are not lying. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing BA people get paid 
just above minimum wage. Yeah. I said, couldn't be me. You know, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, I'm, I'm self-employed mm-hmm. because the job market is so ridiculous. So now it's like master's programs mm-hmm. are where really you're going to become middle class. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like when it, like college is like a weird setup. It's a capitalistic. It though. is a setup because now you went to four years of working your butt <laughs> off and you got a to bachelor's come degree to come, to come, out. come out to get no paid word. $22 an hour. Let you let it I'm seeing security guys get paid more than that. You see what I'm saying? And I feel like, and it requires you to go back to college and do another four years. Take out a loan. Take out a loan. To get a master's degree. And put yourself in debt in riba. Exactly. And which I, now I say, like if you look at it, yes, yeah. you need education. Right, right, right. But there's, like, there's certain educations that you need for college. I feel like the high-end things that you can get from college, one, technology or medical. Right. Those two gonna get your rent paid. Okay, but let me say this. Because this is the thing that I, you want to study education, right? Right. Do you think in the United States right now you would you would get paid what you deserve for education? No, not what you deserve. Exactly. But that doesn't mean I'm gonna work in the f- okay, I'll explain this. Like people ask me, Oh, education, you're gonna become a teacher. Yeah. No. Okay. Right. So my educate my degree is education, curriculum, and instruction. Mm-hmm. This is what the thing is. If you lack creativity yeah and you lack ambition mm-hmm. and you have a one-dimensional way of thinking yeah you're gonna get what you get mm. but if you as an individual say this is my credibility yeah i'm a person i can walk into a room i can say this is what i have mm-hmm. versus the guy who comes up behind me and says i have a high school diploma which for one which person are you gonna take serious right off the bat guy with a college okay but that by itself Huh? How you package yourself. This is what I said on this on the live too. How you package yourself. Mm-hmm. Meaning, how you sell your services. Yeah. I look at myself as a business. I don't see myself as an employee. Mm. Because I work security. Yeah. My mind shifted after that. Mm. For several years. I was doing that before my son got born. Yeah. My mind shifted. Yeah. I said it's I'm not gonna be a warm body sitting around getting paid for my time. I got to be paid for my services. Mm. So you're a person with education or whatever, or let's say you're a person with another degree. Now, there are certain degrees like liberal arts and stuff like that, bro. I don't know what uh, arts and theater, a lot of them, bro. I don't know what you can do with that. But these, there's these other degrees that you can be passionate about. Mm-hmm. I'm passionate about education. Yeah. Why the hell am I going to go to engineering? But let me ask you a question. Hiya? Once you get your... Uh, educational, inshallah, once you get your degree, right, right? Right. And I believe you said you're going to do like a one-year or two-year program inshallah, afterwards, right? Inshallah, right. right? In psychology, yeah. prevention, and treatment. Then Which is a license short to mental health counseling. Yeah. Let me ask you a question after right. that. Is he going to be here after that, Idris? If I was, I'd be making money. No, no, no. But if are you going to be here or are you going to be somewhere else where they're going to give you more money and treat you a lot way better than what, what you deserve? Well, bro- is Idris going to be in the United States? <laughs> hey bro talk y'all cause I'm gonna have to find out I don't know likely after that master program I'm gonna be Mr. International peace Allah out we'll see but Fidi Fidi you get what I'm saying out. that's why I say colleges put like Abdi this is the thing though you have to think what mindset are you thinking from if you're thinking I'm gonna go on Indeed and look for a job mm-hmm. okay maybe that's the thing how are you gonna present yourself thereafter are you just a guy with a BA in this right or are you packaging yourself in a particular way in it to a particular person or industry yeah. where they're like, oh, my God, we need you. But what you got to understand is nowadays we live in a techni- uh, 
technology world. I, you know what makes me cringe? Mm. When I see a bunch of brothers going computer science. Because that's what the most high-paying jobs are That's right now. fine. But when I see all these videos about people saying, I'm quitting my job, I'm quitting my job. I think you can go ahead and look. As much yeah, people no, tell you I get agree. into tech, I there's agree. people saying, I gave up 200000 I gave up 100000 Why? Because I'm not trying to sit in front of a computer doing coding from the day to the night. But guess what? That is the world that we live in nowadays. I Let me explain something to you. The my, I w- Listen, call me optimistic. Call me whatever. Call me crazy. Because I am willing to bet. No, no, let me finish this point. Go ahead. Call me whatever you say. Your mindset mm-hmm. is greater than what whatever the external forces can define what you can do with your life. Yeah. I feel like nowadays if you the are new, able, yeah. a degree college... It's a regular job. The people, I remember there was my football coach when I was at Garfield. The day that we, uh, so we got to pick our, we got to pick who we're going to hire as a coach. Yeah. He came to us and said, hey, I'm going to tell you guys the truth. All right. There's two different type of people or two different things in this world. There's a job, which is a nine to five and you hate that. And there's a career, something you're passionate about. Can I explain something to you? What career are you going to get out, get into without a degree? Exactly. But nowadays, those career becomes jobs. Ooh, I okay. know. That's a good point. You that's feel me? That's a good point. Because now you're telling me a computer science dude really loves his job? I doubt it. No, no, no. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. This is what I said. Well, okay, I'm going to tell you where my mindset shifted. Can I tell you where my mindset shifted? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you exactly where. Because mm. you're wondering. You probably think I'm tweaking. I'll tell you. I remember I was working security. I'd wake up 5 o'clock. You know what I'm saying? My ex-wife, my son's mom would be sleeping. I'd be out of the house. I'm young. 19 just got married i'm mm-hmm. working working i'm going to school i go to my work one day i'm working at a qfc i got 99 stories to tell you mm-hmm. i'm working on uh what's that road um pike street or something like that mm-hmm. pine street pine street yeah crazy stuff you'll see i got stored 99 stories uh-huh i'm working there in the morning mm-hmm. and i'm seeing old guys pushing shopping carts i'm seeing moms fathers Putting grocery bags and hey, I give you support, one hundred percent. You a real one. Y'all here feeding your kids. Yeah, but something mind shifted. I said I am not trying to work here. Security. I'm not trying to have my son not see me live and work in a way that I'm not happy. Mm. One of the guys that I, I work with, Abdi, yeah. he was a person who went to UW, got a degree in economics. He's working there. Mm-hmm. And he's about to retire that he's been working there for 30 years. You know what he said? He's been working mm-hmm. there since college. Mm-hmm. And what ended up happening <laughs> was he was working, 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 work up, graduated college, kept working, and looked up and said, hmm, there's only 10 years left for me to get retirement. I'm going to just stay here. And you know what I said to myself that day? Mm-hmm. I said, look, I'm going to get a college degree. Yeah. I don't care if I'm working, getting just above minimum wage. That's what I said to myself. As long as I'm working in a place that I enjoy. Hear me out. In a high school, you need a a person who, if you're a staff, you need a degree, some kind of education to be in that building. To work security, you don't. To work whatever. So I said, I'd rather get paid less for doing meaningful work Mm -hmm. than work a job and get paid good or whatever that I hate. Mm-hmm. It has no fulfillment. Exactly. I'd rather do the other. Exactly. And I feel like that's what nowadays, that's what society is holding us the standard to. 
Okay. Except for medical field, I feel like people who do medical field really enjoy their work. Abdi, I've heard there's a trend. There's a trend of a lot of girls becoming nurses. Yeah. And Allah, I know I support you if you enjoy. That's what you do. But I wonder how much of that is expectation. I mean, okay, from that expect. Uh, yes, I do. How agree much is that you. expectation a lot, of a father a lot and of a it. mother saying a lot like, of you're going to be a nurse? A lot of it. So when you get into that field, or you start taking those classes, and you start not enjoying it. Yeah. And you start hating it. And you look up, and yes, you're getting paid decent, but you hate your job. Mm-hmm. And this is what you're doing for the rest of your life. Who do you have to blame except yourself? You're going to blame your parents? But that's the thing, though. They were given no other option. If no, they studied no, something, no, what you got to If they did study something else, now their parents become a conflict. They just started bashing them. Oh, you're is, not good. You, this is not good for you. You shouldn't be doing this. This ain't what you should be doing. This is something better for you. Just because you're faced with adversity or negative feedback or yeah. criticism doesn't mean you still don't have the option but at the end of the day though because no, you like, said they didn't have a choice yeah from a woman's perspective I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you what i see what the parents think of them they really value that what a daughter uh what a do- uh, what's it called what a father and mother think of their daughter that daughter values so much of it and even our parents even us guys like, e- even, even us guys yeah but yeah. i feel like us guys could be they're more lenient with us. Okay. You feel me? Did they give us a different type of right? You could be an engineer, computer science, or you could do what's called doctor. They'll give you more varieties of what you think you would like. But right. for a woman, it's specifically one thing. I think... Medical field. Right. The thing is, bro, like I remember my pops, like he always wanted me to go into those computer tech stuff. Yeah. You know, because he knew that's where the money is. Like, he's like, exactly. go get after the money. And when I would tell him, like, this is what I'm doing, he'll be disappointed. But I told my dad, I was like, look, Abba, this is what I enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Right now, I know brothers who are taking classes that are struggling. They hate it. Mm-hmm. This t- classes are trying to weed them out. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, I go to my class. I'm enjoying the discussions. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying the conversations. Yeah. And I'm hoping that the field that I get into, whether mm-hmm. it's mental health or education or advocacy, anything like this. Yeah. Or even as a teacher in yeah. Islamic, in the Islamic uh, field, inshallah, Allah, whatever path. I just think that everybody has a nature. Allah mm-hmm. subhanahu wa ta'ala ha- gave us a nature through our parents, through our uh, our conditioning, environmental, nurture yeah. nature, the nurture versus nature. Mm-hmm. We have certain nature within us, mm-hmm. a predisposition. And if you try to go against that, yeah. if you try to put Idris to take engineering classes, yeah. I'm going to hate mm-hmm. myself. Exactly. You ain't going to like it. So Me bro, even knowing you. I'd be doing a disjustice. Yeah. I'd, if I was taking that, I wouldn't be doing this. Yeah. I wouldn't be pursuing the interest that I have. I'd be over here dragging along and trying to make ends meet mm-hmm. by draining myself in something that's not giving me en- any energy yeah. back. But what I'm doing and what I'm engaging with is giving me energy. And that is more priceless than whatever you can give me in terms of income. Exactly. But see? now, see, when you... That's th- mindset. Th- that is something that's interesting that you said. But a, a lot of times I have had conversations with my friends about this. Uh-huh. All right? Right. They say, what's it called? Uh, th- they would they would rather do a job that hate but pays a lot more than a job they love that pays less. See, look, okay, if that's you, then that's you. I'm not gonna tell you what to do with your life. You feel me? But uh, and I'm like, ah, right, yeah, boom. First five years, you're gonna be like, yeah, it's boom. Right. boom. Ten look years. At look at that. Ooh. What's that quote that you said about Denzel Washington or whatever um, that uh, speech that he gave? It's like. When you imagine, you should imagine, although we don't believe this, yeah. you know, just imagine on your deathbed, all the ghosts mm-hmm. 
of your potential. They all come in these different yeah. forms of yourself. The most aspirational version, the best version of yourself. You stuff that in the closet for a version of, self, of yourself that was never really you. Exactly. And now you're 60, 70, 80. And imagine you been in your so deathbed and all of a sudden they just dare saying, I hate you for not bringing me out to this. So let me explain something to you. You could have been so much more mm -hmm. of yourself in terms of potential and being and giving to the world. Yeah. But you strove for some extra dollars. You probably could have got more money in this other field because you were so passionate mm -hmm. and people loved that passion and they needed that representation in that field. Yeah. Look at that. You feel me? And I do, I do understand mindset. what you're saying, but I feel like a lot of it, like, like when... That happens, but I feel like college doesn't really provide that as much as you think it does. Bro, you're going to get as much from it as you try to get from it. Because I feel like, college, in my opinion, college has the most bogus degrees you could ever think of in this place. You have degrees for everything. There's money in everything. But th There's money in everything, but to a certain extent. There's different fields. Yeah, I understand. There's different fields. But at the same time, I, I just don't want to knock on whatever you're passionate about. Like right now, you when me? people ask you what me, degree. As a kid, yeah. like, I used to be like, yep, I'm going to become a marine biologist. Okay. I used to. Like, I love water. Okay. Anything that has to do with water, I love it. Uh -huh. You feel me? Even though I could be afraid of the animals sometimes, but I, don't th I think I would come over it. But water, I just love it. I don't know what it is. It's just such a magnificent like it's just an interesting thing a year and a half ago uh -huh. i took <laughs> marine biology 101 uh -huh. all right right i walked in there two days later i said get me up i switched to different class why it was probably the way it was taught it was something that the tv showed me it wasn't what I seen in that class. Mm. It wasn't something I'm like, hmm, I get to learn about a certain type of animal, which I did love learning. Well, let me explain something to you, mm. Abdi. Just because of what's taught in the class does not always necessarily translate yeah, in the into field the and vice versa. Exactly. And I feel like Sometimes that's you need that technical information to get into that field you actually enjoy. Mm. True. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, what's it called? The idea of like, and how we were having a discussion about what's it called? The time that ran. It's 2022 and You I'm need an education you. you do need an education But those education They limit you to only have Certain type of um, What's it called Degrees Which you may not like But they don't care But you They want you to have it Because it does something for them Let me explain Let me explain something about money You get what I'm trying to say though Yeah yeah It does something for them Of course Because they have incentive They yeah. get money Kick back But let me also say something On top of this The idea of money mm -hmm. The idea of rizq yeah. vision. We know in this deen that our our provision has already been decreed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You ain't lying. When the bird leaves its nest, we're told, mm -hmm. not knowing where its provision is going to come from, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala provides for it and it comes back. Yeah. But here we are projecting ourselves five years into the future. What job am I going to do? Whatever. Yes, it's good to plan. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, you got to do tawakkuf to Allah and follow what the heart inclines towards. Yeah. But if you try to go against that, it can be a very dangerous thing. Mm -hmm. it, sometimes you have to follow that instinct. But let me explain something to you. Yeah. Right now, I'm in education. I work doing video production. Yeah. Because I learned this skill. Yeah. Your degree may not be in the field that you're going to work in. That's mm -hmm. the truth. Sometimes it just might be that credibility to say, this is what I do. Yeah. This is my, now you can hold workshops and hold things, seminar, whatever you do in your life. You can have a podcast. You yeah. can say, this is what I do. This is what I'm credit. That gives you something to stand on. Instead of nothing to stand on. Mm. When you have nothing, Wallah Abdi, when you have nothing to stand on, yeah. 
then like, bro, that's tough. Especially when you have mouths to feed. Especially when you have a son looking at you or a daughter yeah. looking at you. Especially when you have a wife looking at you and you're coming home and you're not fulfilled by your work. Because mm-hmm. um, there was a saying I heard. I heard what someone say that don't, uh, what's it called? Control what you can you can control, right? But don't ever control something that you can't control, right? Because it leads you to destructions. And that was the thing with the future. You can't control your future, so don't control it, right? And I think a lot of this comes down to knowing yourself and exploring that. Yeah. And I think a lot of us haven't been given the opportunity as a mm-hmm. young. But uh, back to what I was saying when I was saying what's it called? How college leaves us no choice but to study. Like they give us no choice of studying other things. I don't know if you're... They do, Abdi. No, they do. But what is displayed in this world is, um, in my opinion, and what I've only seen is three things. Oh, yeah. Business, uh, technology, and what's it called? Medical field. Well, let me explain something to you. All that are huge, huge, huge fields. And within them are many subcategories. Within technology, you have digital marketing. You have branding. You have SEO. Yeah, you you have have so much things. Within business, you have leadership. You have management, you have finances, you have all these things that you can go in within those fields and then mm-hmm. you can take like this right here. This you might not think, but this is technology. Yeah. This is business. Yeah. No, this no, is no. branding. Yeah. No, it's not me saying that like, what's it called? It's right. something that you may not do or those three things don't have something in them that you would enjoy or not. Right. But I'm saying they give you these three things because this world is what it demands is that. Right. So now, which gives a bunch of people to study these things, and they may never end up not liking it. They only see it as a job. Right. That's all you have. That's what I'm saying. You have to have. That's what I was getting into. You have to know yourself. You have exactly. to start exploring who you are outside of these expectations that were imposed on you. Okay. Yes, you may have had expectations. Like you talked about your father having expectations. I talked about my father having expectations. Uh-huh. But also, I knew a nature of me. I like public speaking. I like conversating. I like yeah. problem solving. I like advocacy. Okay. Boom. I like writing. Boom. I like art. I like poetry. I like creativity. Yeah. I like teaching. Mm-hmm. Knowing these qualities within myself that uh, a handful of few, a handful of them I excel at. I yeah. like reading. I'm a self-directed learner. Yeah. Knowing these qualities about myself, I can see the marketplace. Yeah. What's out there that I can then use these traits that I love? What mm-hmm. skills can I develop within these different fields? And how then could I market myself into the marketplace so that I could be compensated well. But understand that is my, this that, That's hard. You know why it's yeah. hard? Because you actually have to put the effort. You no longer have mo- mom and dad mm-hmm. telling you what your path is. You no longer have that teacher telling yeah. you this is the curriculum. Yeah. You have to say, what's my curriculum mm. in life that I need to go explore? Okay. That is the hard part people don't want to do. My thing was, what's it called? All right. Let's say you do follow your dreams and aspirations. And let's say, I'll give you an example. For a guy who, let's say, loves art. Okay. Gets a degree in art. All right? He does drawing. He's decent. He's really good at it. He enjoys it. He becomes an art teacher. Right? Uh, Time passes by. Now we become in this technology world. Whatever it is that happens. All right? Yeah. Brother, his degree don't matter no more. uh, Yeah. But he's still doing what he does. Yeah. Financially, it's kind of hard for him to start right now. Therefore, now he is forced to do something that he does not like. Well, let me explain something to you, Abdekir. Art. Mm-hmm. I like spoken word. Am I going to do spoken word for a living? 
But I'm saying, let's say somebody who is in that situation. No, no, let me show you something. I like writing. Yeah. Am I going to get a degree in literature? No. So let me explain something to you. You have to go, because college is an investment at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So you need to find out what do you do enjoy yeah. that can give you credibility within a certain field and can give you a cushion, mm. education, even if I don't go into this pro- this thing that I'm ambitious that I'm after. Yeah. At the end of the day, I'm sitting on income that will pay rent. I'll be able to cover my kids' stuff. I'll be able to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. That will put me in a field. Education, there's always a job in education. Yeah. May not be the most lucrative, but there's a job. Art, you're not getting that. Theater, you're not getting that. Allahu yeah. You guys know better than me. You tell me in the comments. But what I'm telling you, Abdi, is that that person can say, I'm going to get a job in whatever. What else is he interested in? Mm-hmm. Get a job. Get an education. Get a degree in that. Degree is credibility. If I'm trying to buy art from you, am I going to ask you for your diploma in art? No. That no. doesn't make sense. Yeah, but what I'm trying to say is, at the end of the day, you need a degree. I 100% That's what we agree both with agree you. On. Yeah, I agree with right. you on that. But my thing is, right. whatever that degree is, right. and let's say you do it out of your own enjoyment, it could come to bite you in the back one day just due to the fact of just, hey, you may not get... Because what you got to understand, if our economy our economy is going up, it's almost four, 430 almost for a gas. Oh, you're Ridiculous. talking about inflation. Inflation. Yep, inflation. Going it's yeah. going up too right, much. Right, right. Rent. I looked for what's it called for an apartment, <laughs> one bedroom, maybe two Hell bedroom. Yeah. Right. Two thousand. Boom. Expensive. I, I looked at a car, bro. The car that I'm trying to buy cost before COVID. Huh? It cost sixteen thousand dollars. Now, how much does it cost? Twenty nine thousand. It went up like that. Yes. No. Wallahi. No, that's a that's a thief. No, no, no. It's not a thief. It's because yeah, it's our inflation, econ- it's econ- going, ri- it's going ridiculous. So you're telling me a brother who has a degree that may not be in that degree. Well, of- maybe you shouldn't be out here looking at twenty thousand, twenty nine thousand dollar cars if you're in that position. What? Uh, well, what can he look person? at it though? But you better you get a used car like I did. Twenty seventeen car. Brother, maybe should you don't cost twenty nine. That should, should it should not well, cost me, that much. This is the thing, Abdi. I think in the expense of attaining more. Mm-hmm. Hear me very. I'm about to say something. I'm about to drop some right now. Yeah. In the pursuit of attaining more that you don't need, uh-huh. you will compromise a life that you want and you do need. Mm. By trying to buy toys and things to flex for people you don't like, you will give up a life mm-hmm. and work and a career that you do like and enjoy. Yeah. So but- maybe that person uh-huh. needs to scale back. Maybe that person needs to be a little bit more conservative. I don't really naturally think a 2017 car is a big flex because it's a Toyota. <laughs> okay, just I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, I do go to say. I remember I seen this video on TikTok, right? The guy, they were like, bro, a bunch of people nowadays think, what's it called? Making just a million dollar isn't much at all. Like the million dollar isn't as much. It's actually not a lot. You know what I'm saying? Which is crazy. Yeah, and if people you think of and why it's not a lot. It's because taxes and also people who tend to have that much. I'm reading a book called The Psychology of Money. 
it's one thing to earn a lot of money. It's one thing to keep a lot of money mm-hmm. because it's two different skills that that's required. Making a lot of money requires ambition, yeah. risk taking, conserving, and keeping wealth yeah. means being conservative, being more cautious, being more anxious. You have yeah. to learn the two. But a lot of people nowadays, since they, you know, I'm I don't know how to explain it. I I like the video. I believe I'll show you later. Uh-huh. But he was saying something along the lines of, "Hey, like if if you're a person that makes four hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year." Right. You are considered a rich person. Oh, yeah. you cause, I mean, that's a lot of money. I'll tell you that. Yeah, that, that is a lot of money, yeah. right? But you are considered rich. But no, nowadays, people don't. They're like, oh, that's it's not even half a million dollars you make. You're not really that rich. You know what's something funny? Yeah, it's crazy. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know something's funny, though? You know, we have some sisters like uh, Walter, Sarah, all mm-hmm. them from BSU. Yeah. Shout out to them. Yeah. Our sisters out there. Chop it up with them, and these are educated sisters. Mashallah, very ambitious mm-hmm. sisters. Some of them go into the medical field. Yeah, remember I hit up one of them when I got done with my AA. I was contemplating because I had decided me that I wanted to pursue what I was fascinated, intrigued by, which yeah. was education, the human development, psychology, all these things. Fascinated. I'm eager. I'm actually doing the assignments not because I have to, but I like it. I yeah. love it. But then I was like, mm, the money, should I look into these different fields, like the ones that we just talked about? Mm-hmm. Remember, I almost looked into PA school, physician assistant or medicine. Mm-hmm. I looked at it because I was good at anatomy and memorizing. Yeah. But I remember I was talking to the sister on Snapchat. She said to me, she said, Dries, unless you cannot fathom yourself going in any other field, do not touch this field. Mm-hmm. If you cannot see yourself going into anything else, eating, breathing medicine, you can see yourself. I could become a business. I could become a teacher. I could become this. I could become an entrepreneur. If you see that for yourself, do not come near this. You know what happens to a lot of these people? Yeah. There's a lot of work these fields. And not only that, you could be making 450000 as a surgeon. Make that much money. Mm-hmm. How many hours are you working? Too How many. much time are you seeing with your family? Too many. What are the things that you're experiencing on a daily basis? Are they positive emotions with mm. these uh, patients? How high risk are this? How much is the insurance just to have your license as a doctor? Mm-hmm. There's all this other stuff they don't glamorize except the money, the salary, all this other. My dad, I was just on the po- phone with him today. Mm-hmm. We were talking about, you know, how he has family who, you know, when he was a kid thinking about America and how he used to think that it was so amazing. They used to have money used to ship to your mail and life was on the beach. That's what he thought yeah, America was. Yeah, everybody does, bro. You know what he told me, though? Huh. He said he still has family over here fantasizing about here. Exactly. You know he, said? he said they don't know the cost. <laughs> That's what he said to they me. They don't. Said, they don't know the cost. There's a lot of people in Africa listening, Abdi. Tell them. Mm-hmm. Tell them. America ain't what you think it is at all. It has opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yes. Alhamdulillah. Get your education and stuff like that. And that's why also when we talk about education being a default, some people, they don't have that. Some Here's people, the thing, though. Yeah. I would say something. Yeah. Coming here... You could get a better life right. and not living in the same environment that you did. Boom. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. I'm not taking but away from that. I believe it is, they go through two different struggles. There's a cost. But here, it's like, if you ain't doing nothing, you ain't going to be nothing. Yeah. Over there, you have, in my opinion, but here allows you to be something rather than over there. Right, like but you still could though. I feel like No no but let's just talk about I don't know about peace of mind And stuff like that Allah yeah. Allah. But he told me that he's like how m- He's like How much of us are visiting one another mm. How many families Visiting family? He said The Adan Nimo, The white people yeah. They're seeing each other On Thanksgiving and Christmas yeah. They're seeing their parents Once a year mm-hmm. He said This is the state of our Ummah This is what's happening In our communities Yeah, Where we are so Becoming consumed with work School Finances Life Our own families I grew up with white friends in Piala. 
Mm-hmm. I went to the household. It was mom and dad. Who's your family? My mom and dad. That was their family. And I would say, but I got my whole family. I got a sick. You saw my family. You know my yeah. family. Huge. And I just think, subhanAllah, how much of us are going to identify only with our nuclear homes? Mm. That is the cost for a lot of us. And a lot of people don't see that. Mm. But one thing that I do say, bro, a blessing that we do have here is the level of opportunity. Mm-hmm. And if you have the, like FAFSA, financial aid, get on that, guys. Like if mm-hmm. you have those resources, I know some people have to take out loans to get education. Uh-huh. That's a different, you, know, you got to stack your bed up. But some of us who have resources are able to go to college. That's something that people should consider. But Abdi, how are you personally? I think we can maybe end it on this. Mm-hmm. How are you personally living your life that's fulfilling for you? How are you going about that? And how do you make sure that it is not to fulfill other expectations, but for your own expectations for yourself? For one, my, my journey of becoming a cop, I feel like I did it for myself. Mm. I feel like that is something that I am meant to do. Right, because you got yeah. a lot of flack for that. Exactly, I get so much different type of hate for it just because. Why of, is that something that you want to do? Because I know some audience are new; they maybe want to know why mm, is that something you want to do. It's because like I have certain people in my family I've dealt with, like how they have dealt with domestic violence and being abused and stuff like that. You know what right. I mean? And seeing that there was no repercussion and to those people who did it to them, mm. or ra- rather than just seeing the amount of people that go through so many domestic violence and they get hurt or whatever it is that happens in this world and so many bad things that does happen i feel like i feel like i could be a big contribution to it to help and be like hey i'm here for you Mm. you know what i'm saying a lot of people i've noticed a lot of police officers try to be there but like i want to be there for especially my community i feel like that's where i could do so much impact in them is because I know them. I'm a familiar familiar face to them, right. and hopefully they can trust me in just helping them, mm. and just don't only see me as the guy who just in a who has a badge and a gun and is ready to hurt somebody. No, that's not me. I would never want to hurt anybody, right. but I want to help people, mm. especially you. Especially nowadays, our youth who are just wilding, huh? Beyond <laughs> wilding, you know what I mean? Yeah, you ain't lying. And it's like, bro, like, and the funny thing is, at a certain point, they're gonna realize that, oh damn, I was wilding. I could have been a complete different version of me if I trusted those people who spoke to me. Right, right, right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel like that's what it is. So you know, and I want to be that ag- uh, the person who advocates mm. for youths and especially Somali youth or Muslim kids who go through so many different type of things. That I'm like, hey, bro, I did it. I followed my passion, right? And I love it. And I feel like, in my opinion, me doing this, my passion, what I would love the most about it, because every day is a new day. Mm. I'm never not going to ever deal with the same situation. It's a new adventure. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's what I love. I'm an adventurous type of guy. Yeah. You know, I deal with different type of people, different type of uh, minority groups. Problem solving. Everything. So. And that's just me. I love it. Right. You know? So, so that's how are why. you navigating those expectations where people are telling you, like, this is not it for you? Or maybe even your parents having mm. different expectations. How do you navigate that to live your fulfilling life? I just tell them the same thing. I do this for myself, not for you. How did you develop that? Um, through tough skins and just hearing a bunch of things about me, mm. I feel like that's how I developed it on my own to the point where even with Ed Ifton telling me, "Hey, you know what I'm saying? Stop listening to other people and l- stop letting other people determine what your future is gonna be." Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I finally got to put that in my head and was like, "Maybe that yes, she's right. I'm not gonna let 
you know what I'm saying, anybody else determine what my future is besides what Allah has decreed for me. Mm. You know, and if it is to help people, Alhamdulillah, I will always be happy. Right. The No matter the amount I get paid, it's something that I enjoy doing. It is something I feel like that puts ease at my heart, knowing mm. that I helped somebody. Right. And just to the point where I'm like, hey, bro, I don't care what you say at this point. Right. Because I'm out here doing something that I love, right. and you're out here doing something sitting at a desk and hating it. Mm. Hello. You know what I'm saying? What's the cost? Was it enough? Was it worth that salary? Exactly. You ask yourself. Was you it worth the extra money? I don't know, man. When you calling your wife, hey, babe, I got to do computer science real quick. I'll call you later. No, listen, but I know some people going to be mad. <laughs> but look, if you <laughs> like what you're doing. Yeah, like, wallahi, wallahi, by all means, do it. That's an innovate. We need that. Yeah. We need representation in tech. We need people to be making technology yeah. and code and apps i use a lot of apps yep come on brother i like to see a muslim brother make an app i'll buy yeah. that right now so but i want you to love what you're doing though mm -hmm. i want you to enjoy what you're doing for you your family your exactly community. i feel like what i would love to see is somebody do what they love for themselves not others Boom. and you know for me bro if i had my own personal experience uh -huh. i would say for me navigating just i grew up in a lot of poverty mm -hmm. i grew up in a lot of poverty not a lot of people know this, but bro, I've been in a shelter twice, mm -hmm. raised by a single mother. Twice. I've seen a lot of poverty. I'm not scared by it. Mm. Right? I'm not scared by it. And I think a lot of us, Shaitan threatens us with poverty. He puts mm -hmm. poverty in our faces. He threatens with us with poverty. And thus we do things that are not like us. Mm. And subhanAllah, you'll find that... <laughs> A lot of people do crazy things when they're very wealthy. Mm. And when people are actually in poverty, they're most grateful, a lot of people. They're actually more appreciative of the little things. Yeah. So I'm not really intimidated by poverty. What I am intimidated by is not fulfilling a life that is fulfilling for me. Okay. And living a life that wasn't meant for me. Living mm. a life that was not pleasing to me and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Okay. And I think I learned that through living life and working. I think a lot of people talk about being an entrepreneur and all this stuff, but bro, get a job first. See what that's like. When I worked security and I was seeing all that for working at an Amazon warehouse, scanning packages that you guys would get into your house, working grave. Yeah. Said, bro, I was going to sleep hearing the beeps that I was scanning packages. Wallahi, bro, I was hearing beep, beep. <laughs> this is something I was experiencing. As I was getting ready for marriage, I was stacking up my bread. I was working yeah. two jobs. And I started realizing, bro, what is enough with the concept of enough i'm reading this book called the psychology of money mm. a lot of people don't know what enough is human beings we don't know what enough is okay there's a hadith from the prophet Muhammad said if the children of adam if he were given a valley of gold mm -hmm. he would ask for two and nothing fills the mouth of adam the children of adam except dust Look at that. Death. Death is what's going to give you satiation. Mm -hmm. Besides that, we're constantly hungry. We got to check ourselves. Let us know, hey, I'm full. I got to say alhamdulillah. And that's something I had to learn. So when you see people who are extremely wealthy, a lot of wealthy people be going to jail for fraud. A lot of people becoming mm. criminals. They be doing things that are illegal. Yeah. Right now you hear about cartels. You guys got millions and millions of dollars, but they still doing the stuff. You got people who are uh, doing insider trading in Wall Street. Yeah. They got millions of dollars, and they're going to jail for fraud. I heard Donald Trump, too. 
They not paying he, taxes. He, not paying so, taxes. Allah hired. But what I'm telling you right now is when you are constantly chasing, like yeah. for example, the surah that subhanAllah always gets me is Al-Hakum uh, Al-Takathur. Mm. So it's it's uh, Subhanallah It is one of the surahs That most Gets me every time Is chasing the dunya mm-hmm. المقابر, mm-hmm. Until you meet the grave You are going to know mm-hmm. Know that you're going to know uh-huh. So Subhanallah We're knowing that what? That we are going to return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We are going to be before Jahannam Jahannam mm-hmm. is waiting and when we acknowledge that nature of this dunya is only a test. Come on. And we're constantly chasing, 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 chasing dunya, but we don't slow down. We don't have this idea of what's enough. And I think for me, I'd rather live a life where my kids are comfortable, my wife is comfortable, and I'm living a life that I'm happy with. Mm. Rather than chasing, 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 and not being happy. Come on. You would never see a U-Haul behind a hearse. And I want my son. Yusuf and I want my future children inshallah from whatever wherever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may provide for me mm-hmm. to look at me and see dad's face happy mm. even I might not have the best days but I'll come home feeling like I contributed something into the world my mm-hmm. best version of myself and I think that's what we need to look for where am I giving my best self and I think that's something for all of us to think about as a youth and that's not something we're going to come up with overnight exactly. I don't know that yet you don't know that yet. Exactly. We're going to find out. We're going to find out and just en- enjoying that journey. Yeah. And I, one thing I would say is, uh, what's it called? Think about this question, not for me and you, but for you guys. Right. Think about this question. Like we went about it a bit, what Denzel Washington said. Imagine right. you are on your deathbed. Right. And in your deathbed, you have all of these ghosts of your all potential that you could have acquired into this world. Looking at you What would you say to them Like for example What is that thing That you've been wanting to do You've been wanting I've had plenty of people Talk about podcast What is that podcast idea What is that What is that page That you want to start On Instagram mm-hmm. What is that uh, The da'wah That you wanted to start Putting out there What is that class That degree You wanted to get after That cooking Right Instagram thing You want to post What is that Instagram uh, What is that uh, Whatever What is that thing that, that brand Or initiative Or business That you've been wanting to start Mm-hmm. So subhanAllah, I know people who've done that and we've done that for ourselves and we're continuing to put your best foot forward and just get out there. And also, the one thing I would tell you is how he said, just do it and think about the repercussions later. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just find out. Just find out. Right. Don't. I think the thing that gets people is the fear of Dip failure. Dip your toes in some water. And see what what's going, what is it going to give you. You know, you're talking about dip your toes in water. I think what got me where I am it's throwing myself in the ocean. I got yeah. married at 19. We started this podcast. I put myself in school. I threw myself in a whole lot of positions. Oh, never mind. Just throw yourself in the throw water. Throw yourself. I t- when I remember I was Hopefully you Ed, could swim. I was talking about Ed Lift. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I was talking to other people. Like, I was talking about, oh, you don't know this. You don't know the outcome. You don't know the outcome. When I was getting married or all this yeah. other thing. I'm having a kid, you know? Some people, oh my God, you know, you're 19. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like this idea of like drowning. You're, you, can you swim in this? I don't know. But I'm going to find out. There you go. And I think you find out yourself. I think you find out about yourself when you are tested. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is the... And people need to understand, bro. You can never prepare for life. You can't. That's you how much I need to... I, that's you how much I need to I'd be arguing. I'm like, 
You don't know what's going to happen and in I, this world. Another part is we take ourselves too serious. This is another exactly. part. Exactly. We take ourselves too serious. I got to succeed. I got to look a different. I got to look away. I'm not a, I'm not afraid to tell you that I I've I went through a relationship that didn't work. I'm not yeah. afraid to tell you I failed classes and had to retake them. I've not This is part of life. And when we take life so seriously and we take ourselves so seriously, yeah. anticipating perfection mm-hmm. when you were told by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he didn't create you perfectly. In me, that sense that you're not supposed to make no mistakes. Mm-hmm. Like, I've had so many discussions with my friends about the idea of marriage, right? Right. And I'm telling you, bro, why don't we all get married, bro? You know? I'm like, <laughs> just get married, bro. It's good for us, you know? Right. Like, nah, bro, I got to be financially stable. All right, boom. All right, you want to be financially stable. That's completely up to you. Right. But you would not prepare for the rest of the other things. You think There's a we, whole lot that comes outside of that. And financial stability is a huge part. Yeah, it's a huge part. But, but that, people don't parts. understand that. There's other parts that you have to prepare. There is so many. It's not even you can't prepare for it because you you are living with like you are living with a person you don't know and mentally your mind is like oh I've taken the test I know what it is she you is. know can I'm, I explain something to you oh I'm I'm just gonna I'm vibing I'm just gonna talk I'm just gonna talk I was talking to someone mm-hmm. uh you know who was interested uh-huh. and I was interested in this sister and just graduating college no relationship this person has been in. May Allah protect and preserve the system. But as I'm hearing, as I'm hearing this person, I'm like, yo, (laughs) my experience and this person's experience is completely different. Oh my God. Oh my. I was like, bro, I was like, la ilaha illallah. Like, bro, am I gonna, like, I, I, bro, I can't, like, I respect the system, but I can see the difference in, I can't explain it. Yeah. And it's like I can't be in a relationship. I can't even talk to somebody who hasn't been through some kind of test within you that tested your mental capacity, your yep. emotional capacity. Mm-hmm. And that is required of you. Exactly. And now I'm just like, bro, this is crazy. And people don't think that. Not a lot of people been through that. And they're scared to be through that. But no, that's your side. The best version of yourself was on the other side of that. And do you know what drives me crazy? Oh, is yeah? people think the financial part is the only uh, is the part that's going to make everything come together. No, no, no. Like, for example, a lot of these people that I'm talking to have just got uh, like Some of these people have got just gone out of college. Yeah. Their parents told them to wait. Uh-huh. So now they're like, they're that same kid yeah. that waited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no other development has been made. Yes, they got that degree. But where's the development? Exactly, and to me, what the Allah you don't tell me. I be talking to my homies. There's like, bro, no, like once you're financially stable, bro, you're good. Like you can take care of everything. Her emotional stability, I'll throw her some money. That don't work. That does not work. Some you can their will. <laughs> no, but but in I my get opinion, you. I get oh, you. Yeah, but like, remember yeah. how that idea you told me? You yeah. give a girl flower one time. Yeah. You keep giving her flower. It just becomes the thing. Yeah. So now, once she's upset and she expects you to buy something, it's like, oh. Uh, you're not really li- Then something else is gonna come up No the, Like for example In a relationship bro Like wallahi bro Now I'm conflicted Cause I'm like A sister who's never been In a relationship Like I don't think <laughs> She knows What it What it is mm-hmm. I think they have Disney And you know We always talk about relationships And sometimes It's starting to get cliche at this Yeah talk, y'all. But it always has to get added Bro, no, cause it, I'm be honest, it they got the me. Disneyland. Even the homies, bro, they got this idea of what a girl wants. But no, sometimes that girl, you talking about money? Sometimes she just wants your hand on her shoulder. That's it. Sometimes she just wants you to come close and just look and at that her. That is something it's that the little we don't prepare for. You don't, you don't know it. You don't because know you haven't it. Been through it exactly, and that's why I just say, you hey, bro, through, jump in the water 
And see what it gets it's you. The little, it's the little details that you pick up on experience. Yeah. It's one thing when you're watching TV. Mm-hmm. When you're on the field and you're seeing the grass blades and you see seeing the end zone, we've been on that field. Uh-huh. You know Completely the details. You pick up on the details. Yeah. You, got, you develop instincts. Mm-hmm. But now I'm just like, man, none of y'all got instincts. Exactly. Y'all got Ooh. textbook knowledge. <laughs> this is interesting because yeah. it's like all, all, all my homies, we know how to play basketball. Right. Right? But when it came to a organized basketball five on five, Boom. we completely pooped our pants. <laughs> Look at that. You feel me? Because now, now it's like it's a different type of environment. The details are very different. Right. Now there's somebody looking at you all the time to say, hey, you walk, travel. You do this, Carrie. Well, let me explain something to you. Let me explain something very important. When you're looking for a partner or you're looking for anything, a whole, yeah. uh, any, I'd say a partner especially. Yeah. You're not looking for somebody who maybe has experience. Man, mm-hmm. you know, we're 22. Mm-hmm. What you're looking for somebody in life as a partner or anything is someone, a companion, who's a growth mindset. Boom. Someone you, you could grow with. Grow with and has that mindset. Maybe they, not have, they might not have the experience. Yeah. But they're willing to grow. Yeah. They're willing to let go of assumptions. Of how a relationship looks like, how a dynamic looks like. Mm. And they're willing to say, let's figure this out. Okay. When you're in a relationship with this kind of person, they're able to work with you. Mm. They're able to collaborate, problem solve, teamwork. But when you have someone who's a fixed mindset and they're immature, yeah. how can you work with this? You can't. <laughs> you're looking for someone who wants Disney, mm. Bollywood, Instagram couple childish yeah so now i'm 22 and i'm like bro it is hard to find this and i'll wait and Mm -hmm. i'm gonna keep developing myself that's fine i'm not gonna worry i'm looking to make the best version of myself for Mm -hmm. me for me nobody else and whoever joins me on that journey with that growth then let's get it but some people they rush or they a lot of us brothers you know we try to they rush or they end up in a relationship that may not have been the best fit yeah. And they have not taken all these calculations, but that's okay. Mm. Because why? You get that experience. You find out more about yourself and you live and you learn. Yeah. Don't take yourself too seriously. You're going to fail. That's the one thing I learned for myself. Don't take your, be willing to laugh at yourself. Mm. Be willing to <laughs> laugh at yourself, laugh at your plans, learn. Okay. And when you can learn and laugh at yourself, then you stress less. Mm. You live more. Bro, and that's what life, that's what I'm learning, bro. And it's it's actually fun because now you can have fun on this journey, you know? Mm-hmm. Instead of taking yourself too serious on the little details and the little details that really don't matter in the grand scheme of things, you can live your life. Yeah. You know, and just enjoy the journey. But sometimes don't let the, uh, the little things pile up too much before they become a big thing. Boom. That's another big part. You feel me? And that's another part like with therapy. I posted on my I posted on my uh Twitter post that actually got a lot of likes. I was like, "Whoa." I said something along the lines of like when you're feeling annoyed, frustrated or these experience because I was like I was having a long day and it just thought thought came to my mind. Mm-hmm. But I had sympathy with myself. I said, look, man, you had a long day, man. You didn't sleep that much. You was hungry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, things like, you know, all these things like, hey, I, I'm just in a bad mood. But instead of saying like I, you get upset because of your upset. Yeah. Instead of saying, no, I'm, this is other reasons why I'm not feeling the, and that's OK. Mm. And a lot of people resonated with that. And when you let things pile up by not acknowledging, hey, 
things that you experience, like therapy. I was talking about things you've experienced. If you don't process that and you allow it to build up, it's going to blow up in your face. And now you are here looking at an explosion mm. of anger, frustration, saying things you didn't want to say. And now you're looking at yourself in the mirror, regretting what you did. So processing that daily journaling, self-reflection is very important. You know what I'm saying? But alhamdulillah, uh, hey, bro. We're trying know. to get out of here. We're trying to go hoop. You feel me? Yeah, I don't even know how long we were doing we're this for. an hour and 30. Wow. Alhamdulillah, beautiful discussion. Very. I, I like this so I, much. I, I, I like this type of discussion. And let us know if you guys want more of these. I realize you guys like these. Yeah. I think there's just vibing conversation, mm-hmm. sharing our stories, and just being not so formal. Yeah. I think that's nice. I liked it. It was very raw. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. Anyways, uh, inshallah, if you guys benefited, make sure you guys go ahead, like, share, subscribe, and share with a friend or a family member who will benefit. And um, hey, man, go ahead and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Come give on. us a review to be uh, given a shot at the review of the week. Yep. All right, y'all. We're going to highlight at y'all. please, don't tell forget them. to tell subscribe, them. turn your post notification on, and hit a like button on that YouTube video. All right, y'all. Thank you. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum